All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper, Tony Wink, PJ with the week off. Uh, had a great program last week, by the way. If you missed it, uh, I'm going to invite you to go back to our website and check it out. Frank Fritz from uh, American Pickers and uh, Rome was on. Rome Ramirez from, uh, what's the name of the band, Tony? It's called Sublime. They've Sublime. been around a little while. But you, you, you were a fan of Sublime. I was, yeah. Before Rome, really, right? Yeah, I mean, when Bradley Noel was, was in the band, I, I was like, I was kind of the band I listened to a bunch. And, how old were you at and, the time? Uh, uh, high school. Like, 17, 18 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. And you were heading out to, to L.A., so SoCal, if you will. Yep. But that's where the band was based. And let me tell you something. Rome is so nice. And uh, he's incorporated a lot of uh, motorcycling with Cole Seeley and uh, Cole's wife, by the way. Yeah, in the nice video, touch. that's cool. Yep, so. <laughs> She's so pretty. Yeah, that's neat, though, how they did that. They tied in the motocross and, and with Cole Seeley in, in their song, and I think it, it probably, I think it's probably a good move on their part because oh, it, a, lot, so. a lot of the motocross guys that are my age probably got kind of lost touch with Sublime because of... Well, I think what they did is solidified their belief that this is cool music, and it is. It's a great uh, mixture and I know Tony, you like uh, you like the Rasta, you like the ska, right? But you like all of that. But all of it together really is a comforting sound, and it's great music. A comforting sound. I like that. And Thank great you. Music. Did you just make that up? I uh, know I was making fun of you. Oh wow! <clears throat> Speaking of making fun of me, let's go to our next guest. Uh, currently in the top ten in the standings about the 2019 Sprint Hero Racing Series and works. Let's go to Gary Southern. Gary, how are you? Good guys. How are you guys doing? Are you a fan of uh, Sublime with Rome? Mm, yeah, not too much. What, not what? too much. Uh, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> am on my more sensitive days. Yes, maybe a little. On, you, on, this, on your more what? Said, Hang on, I'm trying to hear. On the more what? On my more sensitive days. <laughs> Sensitive days. Oh, maybe. What does that yeah, mean? Oh, do you like, like sensitive? Like, like the Sublime's a little more calmer. I like them a little more harder rock. Thank you. What do you like? Some, some uh, mm. Slayer or what? Depends. <laughs> yeah, five finger Death Punch sometimes. Met, met five finger or, or how about Metallica? Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So yep. we're on the right track. So, I kind of took you for like maybe a Kenny Chesney guy. <laughs> no. Nah. Well, I am from Montana, so. And my and my uh, fiance loves country, so sometimes you know I do have to turn it to country. But <laughs> so tell no, us about let's talk about dirt biking a little bit. How's it been going in the work series? Well, it was going good until I broke my foot uh, mm-hmm. twelve weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then uh, I've literally been just fighting and clawing, trying to get back healthy. I ended up uh, missing two, no, three rounds now. Actually, I actually. Uh, Ended up having two more or two ankle surgeries. Found out I had bone chips in my ankle, and when I tried to come back, and and then uh, ended up having nerve damage from that. So oh my! I raced two of the Sprint Hero races. Like, uh, like one of them I raced like twelve days after surgery. I raced, and the next one I think I raced like nine days after surgery. So, just trying to stay in top. I'm top three in points, so just trying to trying to tough it out right now. And then, uh, yeah, we just. I just raced Mammoth this last weekend, and we got a little infection going on. But all in all, just just plugging away, guys. Just trying to trying to keep keep my head above water. Mammoth. That, so you raced the motocross, or or the yeah. there was no, yeah, I, 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 yeah the vet weekend. Yep. Oh yeah, right on. Okay. Uh, so Canyon is where it happened. Is that the, the track that I ride in the winter time in Phoenix? 
Yeah, more than likely. There's only like two real tracks, like ACP and Canyon. Canyon's in North Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, one of our hot laps, I just I hit something I didn't see and just went tumbling and uh, broke my outside of my foot. And I what is it? Realized at the time. Just a what that? What what kind of what is the injury? Your broken foot? Mm, what are the metatarsal or whatever? The it's like that long bone on the outside of your foot. I broke that, and it's a pretty easy like it's four weeks basically. It's just trying to get it healed, but when I, I I thought I broke my ankle, and they're like, "No, you didn't break your ankle." And then I tried to get back to riding, and I was like, "Something's wrong." Went to a different doctor and found out I chipped the end of my tip and had like three bone chips in my ankle. So mm. they had to go in and pull that stuff out. I mean, so, Tony, you had uh, the wrist injury that was miss and 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 help me out because i don't want to diagnosed mis- yeah i don't want to mischaracterize it but uh you were misdiagnosed right mm-hmm. yeah and it's so important i mean it, it literally can be a career ender or a career beginner if you will because injuries like you uh have had uh gary um they are amazingly detailed and if you don't get it right the first time you may not get a second shot yep Exactly, and so that's basically all I've been doing the last 12 weeks is just trying to grind it out and get better, and it's just kind of been, uh, you know, two weeks comes in, and like, oh, well, guess we have another surgery, so, but I've been, uh, been back on the bike now probably six times, and then we raced this weekend, so everything's looking good and looking forward to uh, finishing off the year strong at least. Pain-free? <laughs> What's you, that? Pain-free, or is it still bothering you? Yeah, I don't. I think, well, it's been infected and it's definitely painful. So I think at some point you kind of just, I think we all end up starting riding through just injury throughout the year. You know, as the year goes on, like little nagging injuries just kind of linger. It doesn't doesn't matter what it is. It's like, I feel like no matter what, it's like just when you start feeling 100%, you tweak a shoulder or tweak a wrist or something, you know? So... What are your thoughts on the sprint enduros and the versus the the other work series that the original work series? Is it are the sprint enduros getting some traction or, or what are the turnouts? Which, which one's getting more riders? Uh, works is still getting more riders. The sprint hero. I personally like the sprint hero cause it's like a six day format and mm. it's, it really, I think Taylor's like, you know, your weekend warrior guys that want to go ride that want to race, but they're not, you know, they're not week in week out training, riding and going to go race for two, three hours. Like this, you can come in after, you know, each test is anywhere from six to 12 minutes and you can come in, you can look at times, you can, you know, make fun of your buddies for beating each other and have a good time with it. So I think that style of racing is, is unique. And I think it's going to take off. And I think, uh, the works guys have definitely taken a, um, there it's a learning curve. This is their first year doing it under new management. And so the numbers in the pro class are really good and amateur wise, it hasn't caught on quite yet. I don't think they've been marketing it as well as because they're trying to get everything handled before they get a bunch of people for scoring and all that. But it's been really fun, and uh, they've been doing a really good job with the course layout. So it's been uh, it's been a kind of a fresh fresh breath of air on the West Coast to have something new to race. So the, the Sprint Enduros is just motorcycles, right? Yep, just motorcycles. Yep, so that, that's different, too. I mean, they have they have ATVs and side-by-sides and, and everything else and, and uh, works. But the way I understand it, they've – they've split this the series off so that you guys don't go there on the same weekend is that right yep 
yeah, we're back to just motorcycle only weekends, and they've uh, they've done a good job like doing like more uh, just motorcycle only court, you know, less fast four wheeler UTV style tracks. So we've had some some good races where there's been some tight stuff and and like actual pro sections again. So that's been that's been nice. And unfortunately, I missed uh, three rounds, so that that was a bummer. Um, three of the I think three of the good ones I liked. So just. But that's part of being hurt too. But Did, they're doing a good job there under new management, so they're really trying hard and li- they're actually listening to people. So that's awesome. Did you do Havasu, or is that the one you just got done doing? No, I did Havasu, and then I got hurt at the next round. The Havasu, it's at the Crazy Horse, which is where we go there for the we go there for the Jet Ski World Finals. <laughs> and yep. there's a lot of that's fun. That's a that's a fun a lot of place. drinking. There is a little bit of drink in there with, yeah. some, with some folks. Not me, of course, but... No, no, no. But, uh, you know, my friends, uh, <laughs> I'm the responsible one. You're one of the reasons why Kmart is shut down now, by the way. I am one of the more responsible friends, Gary, uh-huh. that don't do well, that. good. Yeah, um, because, <laughs> I'm a, because I'm a serious dirt bike guy. Yes, So where do you live, Gary? <laughs> uh, in, uh, like, basically in Temecula, kind of by KTM down mm. Southern California. Sure. And is there so for the where do you go f- to ride out there? I mean, you're kind of in town. Um, I, well, there's some some little hidden tr- rough tracks around here, and then I have a I have a house in Sperria that I go up to, and I rent the house and I have a shop up there, so I go up there and train and ride up there with Kiefer and some other guys where I used to live. That's where I used to live is up in the high de- higher desert, and then so I go up there and ride rough track, and and then I ride a lot of Glen Helen, and actually we ride I ride quite a bit of moto. Um, just to work on that intensity and that speed. So uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the off-road guys ride a lot of moto. Not just We're not just out trail riding all day, you know? So because you still, like, works races are very, you know, intense moto-style races. Right. So um, that's where I end up doing a lot of riding. So. Kiefer's busy. What, how old is that guy? Uh, I don't know. He lies to me every time I ask him how he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's he just he had a birthday last week. I think he just turned forty three. Okay, so he's a little older than me. Is he doing the res this year? No, he did the first two outdoor nationals. I know Smart Top, and he totally. I was bummed he did not ride. Like I know he can ride, so I was kind of bummed on that. But um, <laughs> he's not going to Loretta's, so he didn't. I don't think he liked Loretta's, but. I'm going in the 40 yeah. class. I was going to say, you like Loretta's. Tommy, I do. Don't you? Well, I work for Wiseco, so I'm, I'll am i be there anyhow. And, and it's like either I'm going to stand in that booth all all week or... Or you're going to have some fun. Or I'm going to ride my dirt bike while I'm there. So, I went, yeah, I went and qualified down at Kevin Wyndham's farm in the sen- senior Nine. 40 class. Okay, dope. And, yeah, I'm all set for it. I'm ready when, to... When you're there, do you ever, like, tip over backwards into the creek? I don't go in the creek. I'm embarrassed to take my shirt off in public, so I don't Not go Not now, dude. You've lost 70 pounds easy. <laughs> I've lost 66 pounds, Gary. 66. 66 pounds. Oh, I could probably beat you. Nice. I mean. <laughs> uh, but you probably could. Well, you should have came to Mammoth this weekend and raced the vet weekend, and you could have had about it. I have a fireworks store, so I'm busy slinging firecrackers this week. But oh, my if God. I, but if I wasn't, nice excuse. I would excuse. have had. I would have had a bear for sure. <laughs> I would have probably okay. won a barrel. And, like, if they have, like, a. I don't know a fireworks salesman class. I probably could have smoked them. <laughs> now, what? Let me ask you a question because I've always wanted to ask. Um, fi- uh, what do you call them? Uh, firecrackers or bottle rockets? What sells more? 
This is what you've always wanted to ask me? Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by your fireworks business. You know what I? Re- you know my favorite thing in the store right now? What is it? It's called Dragon Balls. Excuse me? Dragon Balls. And they're... They uh, you light them and they have they have a crackle that'll almost fill this room, it's just, and they last for about three seconds. They're, but they're awesome. <laughs> Dragon it's, Ball. It's a it'll liven the party. Will you save up. me some? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about the Godfather? What about the Godfather? The Godfather is like what six foot tall mm-hmm. almost, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's re easily. And Gary, get this, he sells this thing. It's it's ticketed at about fourteen hundred bucks, thirteen, fourteen hundred bucks. But he sells wow. it for five. How much, Tony? Is it five ninety nine? Yeah, five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Gary, are you interested in fireworks? Because Roland Sands sure was when we had him on just a minute ago. Man, I, I'm I'm into fireworks, but uh, in California, of course, you know you can't do that here. No, no. I'm Roland? from Montana. We used to we used to buy a fireworks all the all the time. We used to go. Uh, go to the Indian reservation because they had like you could get bottle rockets, you could get whatever you wanted up there. Like you could get all the crazy stuff, the exotic stuff up there, and we go up there and get that stuff as a kid, and come back and shoot it all off. But my uh, my daughter would love all that. But for five ninety nine, I think I'm going to pass on the Godfather. I, I'm an off road rider, not a motocross guy, so my man, nah, that's not my budget. So what's that mean? You don't make any money because you're you're actually yeah, exactly. earning your paychecks and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an off-road guy. Yeah, we don't we don't make much money. So Beautiful. as long as I can ride my dirt bike on the weekend and pay the bills, I, we're we're doing good. But that's the best part, Tony. I mean, you give a lot of uh, what you sell down there. You give back to the community, right? And 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 I think it's it's a great thing. But we need to have guys like Roland Sands and uh, Chris and and uh, Gary and guys like that in for a big party and we have the end of the party would be a gigantic fireworks show what do you think you get show up money Gary I got a race in October you gonna be busy no depends on the show up money depends on the money that's what I'm talking about for for a good time what do we gotta have for a bike for you to fly in with your gear bag KTM. It just has to be a KTM. You don't care what oh, it is. I got. Well, I got an 05 125 in the garage, so you probably don't want to ride that. No, one. but we could get yeah, Hicklin Power Sports to 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 pony up the bike. Yeah, what's needs. it take to get you to come come into Iowa, fly in for a weekend? Well, you can do some go karting at the local pole position go kart track, and you can well, there you go go do do uh, do some off road. It's got a motocross track on it, so. It's right up your alley. What's what do you the think? race? Is it an off-road race or is it a motocross race? It's an off-road race. It's all, it's at my motocross track, and then it goes into the woods for a, a few miles is all. A fair pace. It's, it's 40, two 45-minute races, so they're just real kind of a sprint. Two 45-minute motos. Oh, nice. Free hot dogs. Nice. That's, I'm, uh, that might – you're, you're intriguing me. I might have to come out. <laughs> we do some fireworks we'll if you want. Trading, yeah, we'll be trading for fireworks. It's like – how many fireworks can I get for the win? Right? Uh, you get a Godfather for sure. What? Yeah, oh, you're going to give him a Godfather, and all I got last last year was a couple of uh, bottle rockets and 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 a pack of black cats. Gary's a lot faster than you. Okay then, Gary. It's always good to talk to you. Thank you so very much. And the op, op, op obviously the um, the invitation is out there. So if you can make it, we'd love to have you. That'd be awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was always a good time. That's totally cool, dude. Appreciate it. All right, uh, fans, stay tuned. More of, of America's Racing Talk Show 
As we continue, it's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Tony Wink, Scott Casper with you. Jack and Leanne DeLeon producing our program on the other side of the glass. This portion of our show brought to you by Hicklin Power Sports, Hicklin Power Sports, or HicklinPowerSports.com. Stay tuned. Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast. <laughs> 